so excited to welcome today's guest to the She Loves to Plan podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about outsourcing. You know what it's like. We're always told to plan when it comes to business because when we plan, we have a structure and we have a focus. But sometimes those plans can run away with us, especially at really, really crucial times in our business. It's not unusual to feel that we can't cope. So what do we do about it? Well, today's guest is the unsung hero of behind the scenes in a business. She was a PA for 19 years before becoming a virtual assistant. She lives a fabulous life in the desert that is Dubai and runs a hugely successful academy for trainee virtual assistants. She is what I like to call the Mary Poppins of the business world. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome a founder of the Virtual Assistant and Co. And also founder of the VA Academy. Academy Live, Lindsay Fairhurst. Hello, Lindsay, and welcome, welcome, welcome to She Loves to Plan podcast. I'm really excited to have you here today. So, Lindsay, <laughs> tell us, what do you do? Um, what is a virtual assistant? What is this all about in the online business world? Oh, hello, Monique. It is amazing to be here today. Thank you for that fantastic introduction. I'm actually beaming from the ear to ear. <laughs> Mary Poppins, I love that. You are. You're the one that kind of sweeps up behind all of us and makes us yeah. makes it all look beautiful. Yeah, and I think, um, obviously, like you touched on there, that I've been a PA for many years, a PA and an executive assistant. That's been my whole career. Um, 20 years now that's coming up 20 years so wow. it is just like um, a real journey and effectively <laughs> that's sort of where it does sort of start start off um you know we are the ones behind the scenes we are the ones dealing with the day-to-day business operations the business administration um you know doing all the ad hoc jobs for for somebody so for example you know I started off working for a managing director back in 2000 and oh gosh 2002 um, and I was doing that really basic admin. And then I became a PA and I started my career and started to learn a lot more about, you know, what it takes to be someone's support and that day-to-day me- mechanism in, in someone's business. Yeah. And it is a really important job. And I think it's really good for me to sort of touch on that because I forged that then as a career, besides doing a couple of years as a wedding planner, which again was an amazing Oh, really? Career. I didn't know that. I did, Yeah. Um, Another super organised job, of course. Gosh, yeah. I think I dealt with around, I would say, the two-year period. I must have turned over around 100 weddings. Wow. Definitely. Um, so there's a lot of brides to manage. Um, so, again, people management comes highly <laughs> high on my skills. With actors, you know, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so, yes, being a PA is a great way. And it's like you just described it, you know, you know, the Mary Poppins of the world sort of going away and making sure things are done behind the scenes. And, you know, being that silent partner behind the scenes for many people, because it takes a lot when someone is, um, you know, in a corporate world or in the online world, an entrepreneur. And I have transitioned across from corporate in the years. Um, you know, people do need someone there to help with the, whether it's a small job, whether it's an event planning, whether it's um, diary management, email management, you know, being that person who filters the calls, you're not, no, sorry, that person's not available. You know, being the gatekeeper, that has been, you know, my job for, for many, many years when I was in corporate. Um, and for me, the virtual PA 
came came along. Um, after a, after we'd moved over to Dubai, so as you touched on, you know, I've been in Dubai now for coming up six years. Right. Um, before I moved to Dubai, we lived um, in a place called Thornton, which is Lancashire in the UK. And I had a great job. I was in my job there. I was working for Johnson & Johnson. I'd been supporting a, a general manager and her leadership team for five and a half years. Um, and we then decided we were moving to Dubai. So, you know, I was leaving my life behind. I was leaving my friends behind. Um, we left our house. We sold our cars. We sold all our furniture and took our life savings and, you know, hopped on a flight to Dubai, as you do. So brave. So brave. It's amazing. <laughs> the hardest thing we've ever had to do um and definitely character building and resilience have come off the back of that it's changed me as a person and you left uh, your career behind you know so you yeah. you yeah, had to find something for yourself when you got there didn't you fortunately fortunately I did have a few things in the pipeline um and J&J sort of gave me a transfer so I went from being a PAEA in the UK J&J office to the Dubai office but even so, there was still a whole recruitment process around that because I had no local experience. So my career in Dubai sort of then started from scratch, still doing the same job, supporting a different team, having to forge those new relationships, having to work in a different country, understand different cultures. Um, so again, similar job, but transitioning to a different country. Um, and realistically, that was one of the hardest things we'd ever have to do. But the expat life is is an amazing life you know we have sun we have the beaches we've got a great life here but we have to work really extremely hard for it um and it is it's a fab place to live so there's absolutely no complaints however this really links into why i wanted to become a virtual pa i got to a point where i was made redundant at jane jay i then went straight into another job thought it was going to be amazing thought I could fix this person's world being a super PA that lasted 12 weeks and I walked out I then had no job I had no income um I was just lost I wanted to go home it put a lot of pressure on my relationship with my husband he was financially supporting us he was at the same time building a business and I just thought you know it's got to be something else it's got to be a job that I can do where I can do what I'm passionate about and work in Dubai and also allow me to travel so I was part of a mastermind and um, I joined a mastermind at the time with two amazing ladies and they talked me through becoming a virtual PA. I'd never heard of it. So this was like, you know, four five years ago and I'd never heard of being a virtual PA. So I started to research it and look into it. And that is where the VA um, was born. The virtual assistant and co was born. I don't think, um, I, don't, I mean, I've I've been in the online world now probably about eight years but I think you're right I think the whole need for a virtual assistant even though people probably may have been there by bringing in teams of people to help them I don't think that actual term was banded about was it quite as much as it is certainly now now it's just a a thing that if you work in the online world you know what a VA is you might not know what they do and how they can help you and all the things that you know we're going to touch on in this episode but it's certainly become something quite popular I suppose in the last five years definitely yeah I think it's definitely it has definitely grown in the last five years and when I first started looking at it in 2017 
I was very much like, this is the future. This is the future. I thought, this is where I need to be. This is exactly what I need to be doing. I'm taking what I've done for nine, well, at the time it wasn't 19 years, but I've taken what I've done for my career and I am effectively still going to be doing that. But the difference is I'm not going to be employed. I will be self-employed and I need to find the clients. So I, it's my responsibility to find the clients, to support them, to retain them, to work with them. And also, you know, one of the biggest changes was, is, is you know, I like to, I like to build the relationships and, you know, be genuine. And if I can support the right person, I will. If I can't support that person, I'll find someone who can. Yeah. So for me, it's also the element of that sort of transition of, you know, sharing the workload with other people. I'm not an expert in everything. You know, I know what I can facilitate. I know where I can support someone. I know my strengths, but I am not a graphic designer. So I would find that person, someone who can give them that graphic design project delivered. I'm not, um, I'm not, I, well, at the beginning of my VA journey, I wasn't very tech savvy. So I'd never think of lead pages, sales pages, funnels, uh, lead magnets and things like that. So when I had a client ask me those things, I would say, it's not me, but let me help you find someone. And I would then find them someone and connect them. Obviously, four years on now, my VA skills have changed. And I am now very tech focused. Um, I can build sales pages and lead magnets. I'm currently on a funnels training course as well, because I've, over time, sort of fallen into that area. And that's an area I'm very passionate about. When I first started my VA journey, I was very general. I was a very general VA and there's different areas. And this is one of the things that I sort of looked at at the beginning. I didn't niche. I wasn't in a specific area. I was a general VA. I wore many caps and I thought that's the service that I need to provide from the beginning. Do you think that was a case that the online world wasn't as sophisticated then as it is now? Funnels weren't a thing. You know, um, and just for the listeners out there that don't know what a funnel is, it's um, essentially if you think of a funnel that you put in into a cup or anything like that, it starts out wide at the top and it's bringing in a, a selection of audience and gradually narrowing them down who is interested in your products and services. And you can do that by ways of you know, advertising and uh, social media posts and uh, what we call landing pages to you know the, the, it's, it's quite a complex thing but it it wasn't something that we it, that was very talked about was it certainly five years ago so when you say you were general that was probably what was needed yeah. at the time 100% and I completely still feel the need for general virtual mm-hmm. and obviously like when we talk around general and I since set up an academy we've had our um I set up the virtual assistant academy and we had our first cohort start in April this year and they are all now just launching which is amazing now most of the ladies in there again are quite general VAs so like when I'm talking about general they can do help with business growth and development so creating reports customer service data entry date diary management um inbox detox Inbox file management because we all. Oh my gosh, I need that. You know, I offered that. I offered that as a service when I first started, and sort of an an inbox audit to put a file management system in place for somebody. Um, You know, customer service is a huge one for people in the online world, and I do this for one of my current clients. And basically, the best thing that she did for me was give me my own inbox. 
She created my own Outlook attached to her Outlook and my give me my own email address. And every day I go in and check and any invoicing queries, payment queries, I can't get access to the online portal. I need to log in. Um, I want to cancel my subscription. It all comes through to me. Now I deal with it nice, cleanly, efficiently. Done. With it, responsive. My out of office is on if I'm out of office. My client knows when I'm if I'm sort of out of the office as such. Which you know I do generally work a nine to five sort of day, um, which I can come on to in, in a moment. Yeah. And um, but that customer service piece is absolutely key. And this is one of the things that I have done. I'm planning an extension training for the ladies who have been in my recent VA academy because. In the online world at the moment, there are so many people who are launching these businesses. They are using specific platforms, for example, Carter, Kajabi, Thinkific. They're having things done for them. They're launching a program and they've got no idea then of how to deal with the customer service because they don't understand the product. They don't understand the, the system. So for me, there's a huge opportunity there for virtual assistants to really, you know, take that on as a customer service piece. Um, so that's something that I'm sort of rolling out as an extension to the ladies in my academy to teach them around some of the customer service that you can do online. And me, myself, you know, we are growing. We have another academy launching in October. So and what then is I- your academy? Your academy is for teaching, la- is it ladies or? Ladies or men. The first cohort, the VA academy, um, first cohort has all been ladies. But again, we are open to men as well. And the VA Academy is there to support people on a a 12-week journey to teach them each week a different learning about setting up an online business as a virtual assistant. So we cover things like learning your skill set, understanding your services, creating an online portfolio, pricing your services correctly, branding your business, because we all know, I mean, we love Monique. We love our brands. I love it. Is the brand is everything, and I think that sometimes is missed. Yeah, it, it can be missed so much, you know. And people like to see, well, if that's how she presents herself, then that it sets a really good example of how she can represent me. Yeah. And you know, being a PA for all them years, you are the representation of that person. You, you, you're the side, you're the side person, you're the go-to person. That people come to you before they get to that manager. That yeah. was what my sort of um, learnings were throughout my career I you know people would not speak to my managing director um, oh, really God. yeah not at the beginning <laughs> of my not at the beginning of my career because obviously I was still learning but in my most recent contract I did a six-month contract for somebody here in Dubai um great contract great company um it was six months that turned into eight months um it was pretty much full-time and it was in a corporate Still had a couple of VA clients as well, but that was an amazing job. He literally was black and white, do's and don'ts. Everyone came to me. He would not speak to anyone until they came through me and we had a valid reason of why it was going in his diary. Amazing. You know, from that side, I've not operated um, as a VA to that capacity, but the whole customer service, being personal, being that touch point, being reliable, um, you know, reach out to Lindsay. That's what one of my, my clients, she says, oh, you know, any questions, reach out to Lindsay on this email address. That saves her hours a week, hours, you know. I mean, I check in every day, two or three times a day on my email account. Sometimes it's empty, sometimes it's five or six emails. That client is going into launch mode again and um, towards the end of the year. 
So I know for a fact that that then will increase. And when we launch her new course, we will then be, um, the inbox will fill because there'll be lots of questions coming through. So again, it's just about being able to, to manage that on behalf of the client. So the customer service side is really important. And also preparing presentations, PowerPoint, I've done that for clients, creating on Canva, um, updating on LinkedIn, scheduling posts, social media, using um, Buffer, creating someone's online presence and allowing it to be consistent is the right word. Yeah, because when you, you know, we know in any kind of online business that you have, no matter what it is, you know, social media now is absolutely integral. And I know from speaking to people and helping people what I do plan their social media, finding time to, you know, write their content, um, helping people to prepare that so that they can have a constant, consistent presence is really, really important. Um, But sometimes it can be very overwhelming for people, especially, I think, especially when you're new in business, you know, and I said this actually on a previous episode before that you, um, when you're, when you start out in business, you wear all the hats, you are the PR person, you are the accounts, you are um, the social media manager, you're the marketing, you're the designer, you do everything. So it can be extremely overwhelming. So to find somebody that can really help you and maybe take a little bit of that pressure away is so valuable to somebody's business. But I don't think a lot of people know that that service really exists. Yeah. Um, and certainly I know, again, from talking to people, one of the things that people might find tricky is like, hang on a minute, well, how I'm new in business, so is this going to cost me a lot of money? And I really want to talk to you about that because sometimes the value of the services and, you know, listening to you talk about all those things that you do. I mean, you're superwoman. You know, you are a superwoman to somebody's business because you know all this stuff. And we can't, you know, when you want to be in your business, you can't be all of those things. Yeah. They might get put off by the cost. So I'd love you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. First of all, I think one of the important things there is if anyone's listening, they are considering hiring, hiring a VA and you've not had a VA before, some of the top tips would be is to. First of all, look at what you do in your business that you don't like doing. So find how can we find someone to do that? Something that takes you so much time. So obviously it really grates on you. So again, you're, you lose passion. So you keep putting it to the bottom of your list. So can we find someone to do that for you? And then one of the other things is, is you know, thinking about how much time do you spend doing things that, you know, that are, not really lighting you up or adding value, can you find someone to do that as well? Um, so those are some of the tips. And one of the things would be is, and again, this is not a question I asked at the beginning of my VA journey when I was starting to have calls with people, with potential clients. But then over time, I realized is that, you know, it's important for me to ask as a VA, if you were to outsource 10 hours a month, what would you do with that time? So, of course, there's going to be a cost attached to that. So an example I can give you was I've already touched on the customer service side. So 
the customer service side that I look after for one of my clients is theoretically around 10 hours a month. Some months it's a lot more, sometimes it might be slightly less. But that 10 hours means that that client can focus on strategy and building her business because she knows her customers are being looked after. And effectively, that's costing her, let's say, for example, £25 an hour to 10 hours, £250. The client would pay me £250 to look after that customer service piece. Now, how can the client sort of monitor that? Well, we can see from an inbox and we can have like a spreadsheet and a tracker with all the queries that come in and keep that up to date. Every day you add the queries to the spreadsheet so that the client can then review. Actually, this is really worth it because look at what the VA is actually doing. Or, hmm, hmm that was a really quiet month. There wasn't really a lot going on that month, you know, but further down the line than maybe. So again, that piece, that client who gives me 10 hours a month to look after a customer service, she can focus on getting new business. So it then effectively gives me more people to look after. From yeah. And I don't mean customer service just looking after them from, um, you know, anyone's complaining. This is a keeping in touch with people, sending some newsletters out, um, you know, particularly um, a couple of Facebook groups, questionnaires, feedback questionnaires. That's all customer service that you can do. So it's yeah. not just about the inbox. Another example was a lady um, who, again, wanted to hire some, she wanted to outsource for 10 hours. Can't remember what she gave me, actually. Might have been some social media scheduling and posting. So she hired me for 10 hours for the month. Um, and again, I'd said to her, you know, with this 10 hours, what is this going to give you back? What are you, what would you like to do with that time? And she said, I'm going to take a day off and spend it with my kids. Wow. Invaluable. Invaluable. Wow. Now, so for her, that was pretty much every Thursday. So she was not going to be earning on that day because effectively she was not going to be working because she's going to be spending it with the kids. But she valued that time with her children because they were only small. And she thought £250 to outsource 10 hours to Lindsay because she, what she did was then she worked every day of the week. So she then put a block in her diary for the Thursday, moved all the Thursday work onto other days. Yeah. Took 10 hours with the stuff out of her diary and passed it to me to do. And that's amazing because especially I think sort of um, many, many people go into work, certainly in the online space, so that they can be at home. Many, many are mums to young children. You know, it's a very common theme, isn't it, that you see many are mums and you think, how can I, you know, I want to work around my children. I don't, I don't want to be going out to the office every day. I want to work from home. But what I find is that many get lost in that, that they're so busy working, they forget that the reason that they went into work for themselves in the first place. Yeah. So to know that that lady did that is so, so powerful. But she took the time off. And you can't, I don't think you can put a monetary value on that. You know, there isn't, there isn't. And it's just, it's, it's important. It's amazing. Especially when you have your own business, because, you know, it's nonstop. It's like, you know, my husband's got his own business and I've got my own business. Like literally, you know, we're in downtime at the moment because we are not generally quiet in July and August. But once it gets to September, we're not we're going to be like passing ships for a couple of months because it's just getting so busy for him as well so you know you have to have that scheduled timing and obviously she chose it for her children um and and again it was amazing and like you say you can't put a price on time with your family especially when the kids are little because they need 
that nurturing is so yeah. important, isn't it? So, so that's like another example. And then another one, which is, this is again, a completely different spin on it. So one lady came to me and she was looking for VA support. She didn't know what she needed. She spent a lot of time on social media. So she outsourced her scheduling for her Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. So again, posts she wrote all the content she delivered it to me I would go in and schedule it all and then there was a few other little bits and things in there as well so she did 10 hours so again I said to you know what effectively do you want to do with this time that you're going to get back and she said well I've decided that I want to run a one-to-one program um and so I will have 10 hours available in my diary to take on one-to-one clients now she theoretically charged 125 pound for the one-to-one session Wow. So she did 10 one-to-ones, earned £1,250, paid me 250 and ended up with a profit of 1000 So it saves her, it saved her money. Plus, she hasn't got to worry about forgetting, you know, oh, God, I didn't post today. Oh, I'm not showing up online. She could probably have spent one day writing out the copy for the month of her social media, hands that over to you, and job's done, yeah. allowing yeah. her headspace yeah she earned she gained by a thousand pounds so um she gained by a thousand pounds so it was one of a really positive thing for her yeah Um, that's just another way of looking at it because like you say you know people say well you know can I afford to bring somebody else in the question is is can you afford not to to. if you've got a strategy around it you know if you've got a strategy I've just brought someone into my business for 10 hours a month and I know August what the project's going to be. September it's a different project, and then October there'll be the support with the VA Academy launch. So I know every month what the person's going to be doing. So it's a value to me because I know that once I've sort of given her the support and the training on what needs to be done this month, this is our monthly project. She can go away and work on it, and it frees me up. And I know that's going to get done, and it's building to a bigger picture. So I think it's always good when you're looking to hire someone in is to ask the questions to yourself, like, why do I need to hire someone in? What do I not like doing? What doesn't light me up? What can I pass out that takes me so long? And also, you know, the monetary value, put a value on your own time. So I know what my time's worth. So if I was to sit for a day and and do, you know, 10 hours one-to-ones with teaching VAs or aspiring VAs, I know what income that could bring me, but what could I pass out to someone to do over 10 hours? What would that cost me? You know, so it's understanding your own value as well. And also for people that have a vision for their business to grow, you, again, comes back to what you said, wearing all the caps. Yeah. We all wear the caps. We're HR, we're finance, we do our accounts, we have to do invoicing, we do our social media. We do, it's just so much. So if that can be broken down, and you can look at you know, what can we pass out makes our life easier, then it does give you that little bit more clarity. Absolutely. It gives you the space to think. That's, you know, I think that is crucial when it comes to outsourcing anything. And just, um, just moving away from the specifics of a VA and just talking about outsourcing in general, I think there's probably lots of areas in our, in our life in general that we can outsource isn't there I mean I know for me it is not just in business because sometimes you know again thinking about that space that we need 
that comes down to our home lives as well. And, you know, for example, I hate cleaning. I'm not going to, you know, I hate it. Um, so I will outsource that. So I don't know about you. Is there any other areas that you will outsource in your life when, so, aside from business? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tend to. So from a business perspective, um, I've got a VA and then I have a graphic designer. So I specifically work with someone who's specialised in graphic design. And, and obviously I've got a VA as well. So that helps with the business. But then in life as well, so we've got like an accountant. So again, mm. outsourcing the accounts is always great. Quite for business as well. But then from a life perspective, we have um, a cleaner. So we have a cleaning company that comes in once a week, one once or one every week or every two weeks, depending on how we're feeling. And just obviously helps us just look after the house. We have a gardener that comes in and maintains the garden because obviously with it being Dubai, it's really hot and we've got a garden full of full of lots of greenery. So wow. we have a little bit of help. You'd be watering that all day, wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I actually need to water it today. It's on my job list to do today. Um, so I need to do that. But like just obviously the plant side of it, we have someone come and look after that. We have um, dry cleaning picked up once or twice a week and all the, the bedding and the sheets and things like that. So all that gets taken care of. So it's like these little things are things we don't need to think about. Yeah. It, it is things you don't need to think about. And I'm um, my work pattern is shifting slightly as we move into the middle of August. So I've considered, and this sounds really, this sounds posher than it actually, it's considered getting a driver because I potentially will be doing a lot of meetings and working away from the office on a big project. So until I actually get into that sort of project, I don't know what it looks like, but I'm thinking, you know, we've only got one car at the moment. So my husband's going to need the car and I'm going to need the car. So we need to marry our schedules up, which is not going to work because he's out and about in an evening. So I'm currently looking at if I hired a driver for the month, what that looks like. So I would get picked up, I would get taken to the office and then taken to meetings throughout the day. Now, Dubai traffic is absolutely amazing. So I'm not saying this because it's glamorous. I'm saying this from a time perspective. If I'm traveling- The heat. You don't want to be walking in that heat, do you? I don't want to be walking. Don't want to be relying on taxis because, you know, I have to wait on a corner in the sweating heat to to get in a taxi. So it's not a glamorous thing. It's more from a time perspective because if I'm in a car, I can still be working. Yeah. Um, so if I'm, you know, it'll take me potentially 45 minutes to go to the main office. It could then take me half an hour to drive down to downtown, an hour, an hour home because of the traffic times. You know, so on those days where I am out of my home office, what does that actually look like? So yeah. again, not theoretically outsourcing a thing, but it's looking at where can I save time? Yeah. What can I do in that time? What's the cost going to be? And how, how, you know, is it going to be more productive and cost effective? Um, so again, so that's, it sounds, sounds glamorous, but it's not. It's theoretically just trying to make it easier. I hope you get a super glam car. If you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see pictures of you drinking champagne in your car. <laughs> yeah it'd be a starbucks coffee in in, in an uber (laughs) (laughs) but you know it is true so we have got to think about every single element and how we use our time and essentially that is what this all comes down to is how we utilize our time and you know when we look at our business and we look at our personal life overall it is it's pulling all of those elements in and going right 
what do I need? What what do I like? What do I not like? And, you know, all those things that you said. So um, just before we we wrap this up, because it's been it's been a pleasure and I could absolutely talk to you about this so um, much because come back on <laughs> I'd love it I'd absolutely love it but tell us a little bit I know we sort of touched on it but you've got the academy your academy is launching in a few weeks um this is for aspiring VAs isn't it which I think is a fabulous role for somebody that might be looking to start their own business from home. So tell us a bit about the academy. Yeah, 100% um, for those that want to sort of start from home and you work around the kids, have that flexibility. And I suppose know that there's an income there. You know, yeah. there's you work for an hour, you get paid for the hour. You work for half an hour, you get paid for the half an hour. So the income is like a guaranteed income because obviously you'll be contracting. Some, someone will be contracting you in. So again, it's about obviously someone looking to outsource, but the person who is the VA, you know, they are obviously looking for clients to work with as well. And I think the reason the academy came about is because I, I like to share what I know. And I really think that I've got so much experience and knowledge from my career history. It's silly for me to keep it all to myself and not share with other people and teach other people what I know and how to, you know, earn an income from becoming a virtual assistant. Um, And also another reason the Academy came up was because over the years, four years, you know, there's been times where I've been fully booked there's been times where I have only had a couple of clients due to my choice. Like for at the moment, last four weeks, I've only been looking at two clients, maybe three, but one of them I'm sort of finishing working with. Again, that's, it's a positive thing for both of us. Um, and it's a great thing that her business has grown, that she's taken on two VAs in the UK because that's what she needed for her business. Um, but I think one of the reasons why I wanted the academies is because I needed to create more Lindsay's. <laughs> <laughs> I I have had a lot of requests. Um, I can't work with any everyone as much as I want to work with everyone and, and be everything to everyone. I just can't do that. And it's not, it's just not right. It's just not easy. And I just thought, you know, we need to multiply what I do. So collectively, a group of us can serve more people and look after more people. So when we started, when I started thinking about this a couple of years ago, um, it was about creating a training program. What does that training program look like? What's the foundation pieces that people need to learn? You know, understanding your skill set, how to price your services, um, creating yourself a brand, setting up your social media, finding clients, mm. you know, having discovery calls with clients, you know, how to invoice contracts legal finances around the business you know having a financial projection understanding each month what you're going to earn where's that money going to come from how many clients do you need to give you what you need into your family pot etc so there's so much in the academy that I teach um, we've had some amazing guest speakers in the academy as well which is great because it's you know I've been able to use the professionals in my audience um to support that as well because again I know what I know but I'm not an expert in absolutely everything so the academy for me is a way of me being able to still say to people yes we can help you this person is perfect for you 
And I would refer a client on to one of the VAs that has been in our academy and successful. Almost acting as an agent as well for them. Yeah, yeah. And there is a, there's a business model there with that. Um, yeah. I There's a business model there that, that is that. It's not, I'm not there with that one yet, but there is. And um, it is fantastic. But for me, it is more about the sort of the, the teaching and the training yeah. and, you know, giving the people the confidence you know, because I had joined a mastermind at the beginning when I started up VA, but that was a completely business and starting a business and finding a business I wanted to create. It wasn't a specific VA, how to be a VA course. It wasn't a specific, this is how you set up a business course. So yeah. I made so many mistakes. I trolled the internet. I jumped from Facebook group to Facebook group. I downloaded a million freebies and did you know, nothing with it. I wasted so much time. So for me, the academy is very time bound. We work to a, a different schedule every week. There is homework and there's support. There is question and answer time. There is online training portal. There's access to the academy, you know, for the foreseeable future. So that if you take two weeks holiday, you can catch up or there's a launch program as well. We focus on launching the do's and the don'ts, um, how to reach out to your network. So it's, it's been described, it has been described as so many amazing words. I, like I can't, you know, think of what the ladies have said, but um, I'm looking forward to sort of getting all their feedback next week to be able to sort of share some of that online because they are going into launch mode now. They are putting their brands out there. We've shown them how to create a brand. There's a DIY um element as well for them a done for you service where we create the website for them we create their branding their logos and pull it all together so obviously my graphic designer steps in um she's called leanne from concept 223 and she steps in and supports the whole brand side and creates the logos and brings their vision to life so for me you know there's there's nothing on the market like that you know and i'm really passionate that we have created something that is a bit different. And also I am there week in, week out teaching. So that's why, that's why it's called the VA Academy Live because I am there yeah, holding yeah, high. Getting the wealth of your experience and yeah. knowledge. And I mean, it's, it's amazing. I think, uh, you know, I know a little bit about your academy um, anyway prior to this, but I just think for anybody out there aspiring to do this or looking for something a little bit different, you know, I, I just think it's an amazing career. And as we've talked about, the need for for virtual assistants and just outsourcing in general to help you organise, to help you plan your businesses more effectively is growing by the day. So how can anybody find you if they want to find out a little bit more about you and the Academy? Yeah, so they can find me. I've got a website, um, www.lindsayfairhurst.com. And so there's quite a little bit of information about me on there. I am also accessible on Facebook, Lindsay Fairhurst, and my Instagram is The Virtual Assistant. So our Instagram handle is there and I can share that with you. Um, All the information around hiring a VA um, is on the website. And then also there's information around the academy on there as well. Um, some top tips and we have some really exciting things coming along as well so something new out something new coming out in september this is very exciting i can't wait to hear all about it lindsay fairhurst thank you so much for joining me today on the she loves to plan podcast um i can't wait thank you (laughs) 